Welcome to Chucking a Sickie. This week, I can't go to work because it's really urgent. I just spoke to a human and did you know that they're stealing our honey and they're eating it? I need to get to the bottom of this grave injustice. I'm your host, Harry, and each episode we invite a very special guest and go through their perfect day off. From the excuse they use to get off work to the song that sets the tone for the day, their favourite meal, and of course, their adventurous afternoon. A real-life Ferris Bueller's day off. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up, from comedy superstars to bands, playwrights, actors, and hell, maybe even a bee named Mooseblood. But this week, we have the legendary Leiden Couchy. Leiden is a musician who is currently the drummer for the band 90 Ivy. 90 Ivy is an amazing Australian 90s-inspired indie pop band. And not to gush too much, they are definitely one of my favourite bands. They released their second EP, No One Can Break My Heart Like I Can, last year. And this year, released their banger new track, Public Displays of Deflection. And very recently released their latest single, It's Good. Make sure to check out 90 Ivy on Spotify or, her, or wherever you get your music and make sure to follow their socials to keep up to date for everything 90 Ivy. As always, make sure to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Really means a lot to us. But for now, pull out that thermometer and get ready to call your boss because it's time for Chucking a Sickie. <coughs> Chuck, a sickie. Layden, thank you so much for coming on to Chucking a Sickie. It is an absolute pleasure having you on the pod um, now, we got to start off with what was your worst job that you've ever done? Are you sure you, uh, you, sure you want to hear it? <laughs> you I, don't think you, hear I don't it. think you're ever going to sleep after you hear this. Okay. okay, so I think this would have to be, and I hope they don't hear this because the company might shut down forever, but that's totally fine. Um, so I think four years ago, I was... Uh, at a very weird point where I was like, what the hell do I do? I was in a band and the band broke up and I was like, okay, how I had also dropped out of university. So Mm -hmm. it was like, all right, no university, no band. I'm 22, nothing. Uh, So I was thinking, what, you know, what, what can I do? And my buddy said, Hey, there's this recruitment thing. They can throw you a job. So I said, fuck, whatever. I'll just go for it. Yeah. Give it a go. Okay. So the job that I landed was on chicken farm. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a chicken farm, but that's not even the worst one. So I was on the chicken farm for about three months and that was hell, right? Wait, wait, wait. Can we just, can we stop <laughs> here for a second? Yeah. What, what does one do on a chicken farm? Like pluck the you, eggs out? No, this is not egg picking. This is, um, this is, this is bad. Like, oh, I don't even like wanna, an abattoir style This is kind of like the chickens are all, uh, I don't want to talk about it because I don't know if I can, well, yeah, of course you can talk about it. It's known. It's no knowledge. Like that's why yeah. people choose not to eat. Meat, I guess. Yeah. Um, you'd know what happens to the chickens when they're yeah. no longer. Oh, God. Anyways, I wasn't doing the doing the deed as of such, but um, I was assisting with, with whatever I, I had to get paid to do. But that wasn't the worst <laughs> job. After that, I decided, well, this chicken farming is probably not for me. So there was another role at a factory, and I was there for way too long. So right. it was a compost factory, right? Do you know? Oh, what, do that's you know a bit what, shitty. Do you know what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> it. Um, okay, so basically the morning would consist of me waking up at 3.30 in the morning, a.m. in the morning, <laughs> okay? Getting to this place at 4 a.m., like it's just you walk into this big shed and it is just, just you can't see because of the shit that's, in literal shit everything part oh, of everything like um so this was like yeah you're doing like 12 hour days from like 3 30 in the morning literally you're working yeah. in a shit factory yeah in a shit factory that's it like <laughs> oh i would tell i would tell my friends and they'd be like are you out of the shit factory i'm like 
I was just so I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, but and but the shit that you'd see, like, oh my god, like it was, it was insane. Um, I've I've just got a question. This recruitment agency, where did you find it? You're literally plucking the feathers this off is, chickens. This is what I mean. And like, then working in literal shit. I know. I, I probably want, should have went to a different agency looking back in hindsight. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I just kind of stuck with what I know. I was like, hey, I'm with this agency. This is it. Um, so this was, yeah, this was something that I think built character. And so I've done this and I was there for two years, it. right? And yeah. like I was in between LA doing songwriting sessions in between. So I'd be in LA, be in Hollywood, right? Going to cool parties, having fun, <laughs> coming back to where I lived and then waking up at 3am to go to a what a contrast there, there couldn't be a bigger contrast ever what do you what do you even do in a shit factory you shovel shit so what you just move shit from one spot you to move another shit shot and you package shit so then the shit is sent to farms god how long did the smell stay with you the the smell still is still with me to this day <laughs> um, I, I'm, <laughs> like I'm, I'm still in, washing my hair i'm in an enclosed room i can yeah, tell you can smell. like uh, you've been giving me weird looks this whole time yeah um what stinks no seriously it was it that was the worst job i've ever done and i look back and i'm like any job that i could do to this day will never be as, as bad as that with, without a doubt two questions yeah how long did you stay there for i was there for like Two years. Oh my but, god! No, two years. But I was in between LA during that whole time, and I okay. was also like in a. That was like yeah, that was that was pretty rough. And then like I was also in a relationship at the time, and I felt like she was like, "What's this guy? What's this guy doing?" And it's not like <laughs> I'm not dumb. Like that's the thing. Like I'm not thick. I was just more like I just didn't know. Like I was like, "Where do I go from here?" Like, yeah, yeah. I'd quit, more... uni- I'd quit university. I was like, I don't. I genuinely had no idea. But then. I started brainstorming and I started doing songwriting sessions and then I met someone who got me a job, uh, like a corporate job. Yeah, that wasn't shit shoveling. That wasn't shit shoveling. So I'm from shit shoveling to working in the CBD like overnight, which was (laughs) quite a change. Working to a company with, you know, a thousand people to shoveling. It's, yeah. I can't even comprehend. A big roller coaster. But I think the most, the craziest part is something that you just glossed over very casually. Mm. You're writing songs in LA and then you come home to shovel shit. Yeah. What what was happening and in it, LA? It was shit. Like <laughs> it, it was, was shit. Like we were. Yeah, LA was LA was amazing. We're songwriting with amazing artists, like big producers. Like some of the producers we were working with, like I'll, I'll name one. His, his name is Marty, and he's now doing a lot of Selena Gomez's stuff. Like oh, we wow. became, became good friends with him. He's still still buddies and. You know, you go from that and this well, yeah. it's like, it felt like a nightmare. I still have nightmares about it. Like, yeah. I'm like, was I, was I doing that really? Like, I think that is legitimately nightmare material it there. It is. When you were in LA, you were writing songs. Were you performing there as well or was it just We were writing, so we were just working on, um, on music. I was in another project and we mainly went over there to kind of find a singer um, yeah. who we were looking for a female singer and it turns out that I found... Um, Agnes, when I got home, and I was... It's funny, I didn't find her in LA, but she was in Australia, so... Yeah, who so. I, gotta say, got yeah. a little bit of a You crush. know her, right? I got a bit of a crush on that yeah, lead singer. You, she's, you, she's pretty phenomenal. You know her. Um, she's cool. And she's obviously the lead singer now of 90 yeah. Ivy, uh, mm. which you're, of course, the drummer for, yes. and I would say manager and 
jack of all trades with the band. No, I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm the leader of this band. <laughs> well, I think sometimes. <laughs> no. Yeah, tell no, that no, no, to no, tell no, that Agnes. See no, what no, she no. says. Yeah. Um, I, I don't say anything to Agnes. I just stay clear. She she's the boss. She um, she wears the pants she's the boss, in the band. Yeah. Well, I feel yeah. like that's the way with bands, right? There yeah. there is always someone that wears wears the pants. There's always like there's always that sort of. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like everyone should wear the pants because then it's just like. How does that work? You need a Ringo. <laughs> Everyone need, needs a Ringo. Need a, need a Ringo. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's an yeah. interesting dynamic of band. It's um, it's a lot of fun, but it's it's also like four different personalities. So sometimes somebody has to take the reins. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, nothing really gets done. Well, I think that's the thing, right? Like everyone's got their role and it works really well. Obviously, yeah. you guys are a four-piece band and mm. you play all around New South Wales. Hopefully, the world soon. Hopefully. Um, hopefully, the world. Obviously, you dropped an EP last year as well in 2022, which is which is really exciting. Um, I guess with the things that you did in LA, did that trickle down into what you've done here? Like the songs that you wrote there, were they for other people or are they have, have they been used? We wrote, we wrote a lot of songs um, and they were used for another project, but nothing, nothing for this. This is completely new. So you could say that that six months was a complete waste of time. No, <laughs> um, the, the people that we met is one of those things where we look back and we'll say like, and they're all just, it's all spontaneous. Yeah. You just meet them at a bar and these are all people that are touring the States, like, you know, decently sized names that you're like, it's just, I, that, I think that's just what happens in LA really. Yeah. Like, you I can mean, just go there. If we went there with 90 Ivy, we'd go there for three weeks and we'd come back and be like, Hey, we met this person with, it's different. Like, you know, like I'm not bagging the Australian music industry because I think um, everything is, has its pros and its cons, but the Australian music industry is a bit, it's a bit different in that regard, and maybe that comes down to how Australians are compared to Americans. I'm not too sure, but it's a little less... Fault you're not right going to go out yeah. to a bar and you're not yeah. going to meet, you know, the producer of the song that's on the radio. It's just it's just not... It's just, yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's a it's different, different thing. Like, different feel. Yeah, it's a way different that. feel. Um, so, yeah. I and what, in terms of, I guess, what's next for 90 Ivy, uh, are you guys going to go to LA and, and try that? Go to bars and just see who you meet. Maybe Selena Gomez is there. Let's see if we can meet Selena, get her on a song. Yeah. Um, no. I think she'd do a good feature. I think she'd do it. Um, could we afford it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe. Um, we're working on the third EP at the moment. And it's, I don't know whether you've heard it or not. Maybe you've heard some demos I've, I've heard i've heard most of them was, i'm yeah. so excited like look there's always someone in the crowd that is just like knows all the lyrics way too yeah. keen i'm happy to put my hand up and say that's me yeah I, i'm happy to say that uh don't tell agnes this is, <laughs> as hey, much I, as possible I, I, I don't care i'm totally like i'm my band's biggest fan like yeah. i'm not afraid to say that i love my band because i don't understand why people are like oh, i don't know it's like, it's like what are you doing like you should love what you do be obsessed with it. Otherwise, no one's going to fucking l- want to listen to it. I agree. If you're not obsessed with if, it. If you don't back yourself... Take pride in what you do. 100%. Like, <laughs> could not agree more. Like, I don't know. I, I love our music. I, I think we're fucking really good. And Agnes has a voice that is just... Ever since I heard it, I was just like, holy shit. Um, and, like, her songwriting is insane. And all, all four of us together, when we put a song together, we all have little things that we do that just kind of makes it feel... I don't know, unique, and I just, yeah, I'm just a huge, huge fan. Yeah, I love that. I'm so excited to hear the mm. the 
the new EP as well, I which I'm wait. sure I can't, come out. To, I can't wait to put it out. I've had Very it on repeat. I can't, I can't stop listening to it. It's so so good, so fun. There, is there someone like in the back of your head where you're like, oh, I'd just love to collaborate with them and they're like a perfect fit for your band? Gosh, would this be like in our world or like am I just talking, are we just talking like just the let's, dream? Let's do the dream, the absolute dream. We can do world as well if you want. Give me both, give me both. The dream artist on... God, imagine if we got Stevie Nicks on a song. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be cool? That would um, be incredible. Imagine if we got Sting, Nani Ivy featuring the police. Um, God, that like that would be insane. Um, I'm trying to think. I like more like re- reality. You know, like if we did like a collab with like middle kids, that would be pretty cool. They're like in our world and yeah, you know, they're doing band. really well. And you know, I'd like to even collab with like clues, like they're really cool. Um, God, Australia has a lot of great indie pop artists mm. um, that I think personally would kill it in the States. Yeah. You know, like the thing is like th- these artists are so good, but they're just not getting fucking heard. Yeah. It's, like, so, it's, it's so hard to it's, break They're the not getting heard. Well, I mean, I feel like 90 Ivy is a perfect example of something. Well, it is. Like, I, I listen to your music and I'm mm. like, these guys should be playing packed shows at the end more like easily. Well, yeah, it's like, you know, don't want to, what's the expression, toot our own horn or whatever, whatever it is. But it's kind of like, it's, it's just, there's a lot of artists. So there's a lot of artists and, you know, these playlists, like, you know, we're building momentum now. So it's good. Now we're getting playlists. We've got a YouTube music playlist. We got the cover the other day. So I was like, holy shit. I saw that. Very, very cool. So stoked about that. But um, yeah, there's just, there's there's a lot of, and I'm not going to say the word competition because you're not competing, but you know, like there's only only a certain amount of slots on every playlist and you know, there's people are releasing music very quickly and it's very accessible and they're like, oh, people have the shortest attention span in the fucking world. So we need to release another song every two months and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. You know, it's hard to keep up. So we we went in and we released, we we recorded seven songs at once and we're just like, fuck it. We're just going to do seven. And we're gonna we're gonna put them out like this year, and it's yeah, we're just gonna do it. Oh, so excited yeah. for that! But let's talk about shit some more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I've been waiting for you to ask. So bring it back. <laughs> now the issue is with the shit shoveling is you want to take a day off work, yeah. so you're gonna have to call me as your boss and give me the reason as to why you cannot uh, come into work. Uh, have you ever taken a sick day before? Have you used some good excuses? Well, I use, there's, there's always the, the sick day to me is the annual leave day. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the okay. annual leave day. So I yeah. have 20. Um, so I, there's always, there's always, you know, like I'm not, I'm not feeling the greatest today. You can't really question that. Yeah. Okay. Up, the I'm feeling really foggy. Yeah. Um, foggier than it is in the shed at the yeah. shit factory. Yeah. Far more foggy. <laughs> Because this is the thing, if you're in a shit factory, like even if you're feeling ill, that comes part and parcel. Oh, you get with, ill. You get ill job. from it. Yeah, surely. I got surely sick from it. Dysentery is a thing. You don't understand what's in the air. You're like, oh yeah. my god. Like you get sick from. It. You go home and like you struggle to. And people are smoking too. You meant to wear mask in this factory, right? Yeah, I was gonna say what like uh, PCP, like what. You know, Sorry, I PEP, not I PCP. I couldn't get specific with with the with the chemicals or whatever is in the air. I'm not very good with this sort of shit. But what, what whatever you you're wear? inhaling. It's not good. Yeah, okay. So you are told to wear a mask in there. I Makes never sense. really did wear a mask. 
explains the sickness, maybe. Yeah, and like you know, like at the time I was smoking cigarettes too, so it's kind of like, well, I'm inhaling this, then I'm inhaling. It's it just wasn't good. A bad combo. But this is what I'm saying. Like I feel like getting a sick day from this job would actually be legitimately hard because they would have been like, look, nothing is worse than literally being knee deep in shit. (laughs) Like unless you're nothing nothing is worse. So you've gotten the day off and now now the day is yours. You don't have to think about the smell of poo or okay. being knee deep in shit. Yep. And you get to start the day with the perfect pump up song. So like Baraka performance, mm. it's not a big night. It's a big day. They're not sponsoring <laughs> us yet. They will someday. Oh, and they I, will. I will say it until they do. What is your Baraka performance song to pump you up and start the day off right? You know what? I've been listening to a lot of ABBA. <laughs> and you can't, yeah. you can't go wrong. I want to watch the like, a musical my partner's into musical theatre and I went and watched the um, Dancing Queen or whatever. The, what's it called? Mamma Mia. Mia. Jesus, Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia 1 or the Mamma biggest, Mia 2? The biggest, one of the biggest theatre shows and I can't yeah. even get the name right. Pretty, pretty big. Um, Does Your Mother Know by ABBA is my okay. favourite one. Okay. This yeah. is a phenomenal choice. Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen Johnny English, the movie. The Rowan Atkinson. Yes. yes. So in that movie, mm. he, at the at the start, he's, he's singing... Does your mother know? To uh, well, it wasn't at the start. There's like a camera in his mirror, and oh, he's like brushing I reco- his teeth. I recall it. Yeah. And every time I'm like, I'm excited for a day. That song pops into so my wait, head. So wait, he does that. He wakes up in the morning to that song. He he's like brushing his teeth, and it's does yeah. your mother know? And it's like they're actually he's like being projected onto something, and uh, it's him. It's it's incredible. That's so funny. That song for you is that a song that you've liked for a while? I mean, Abba, quite an older. You band. know what? I, I was doing karaoke the other night and then there was a guy at the party and he was in an ABBA tribute band. Oh my God. And they were doing karaoke and this guy looks like one of the one of the fucking Swedish dudes and they're Swedish, right? Yeah. And he goes Swedish. up there He goes up there and he starts singing. He's got the beard and shit and he's just belting out the song. He goes, I've heard it before, but I was like, oh my God, this is so catchy and the girls are doing the, the backing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I fucking love this song and I liked it straight away on my Spotify and I just listen to it like every day. I'm obsessed. That, I love that. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> I also love that you didn't know the name of the musical Mamma Mia. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I'm awful. Did you see the movie or you saw it I in real life? I watched the theatre. Oh, I watched the theater. Where, where was that on at? This was in the northern beaches somewhere oh yeah incredible recently yeah um yeah great i and then i i think i have to watch the movie now and i think i have watched it i can't recall but pierce brosnan is in it i believe yeah he is i'm glad that it really Colin stuck Firth. with you uh maybe <laughs> like, nah, i don't know let's I, deep dive i, I, um, I don't know if i'm yeah. me at things that i'm not prepared for um that's great how do you feel about the re- reinvigoration of abba now that they're back they're back. Yeah. Did they ever really leave? They, I think so. For okay. like twenty years. Was, did something happen? Well, I don't really know what happened. They broke up, I guess, and then they re-released. Was there an something album? in the band? Like, was there a little bit of like maybe was there intimacy within members? Is that Ooh, something potentially? That, that sometimes, do we want to start this rumor? Because I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we can't kill their career. They've already, they've already made it. With yeah. Twenty plus. Yeah, it's, honestly, and, you know, millions of songs sold. Yeah. So, Does Your Mother Know, fantastic song. Yeah. Um, if they were coming, would you go see them in concert? I'd maybe go for that song. Just, um, just I'd pay maybe $150, probably 150 probably $380 oh, for that for that song. No, I think I'd go see them, for sure. Yeah. I think they're great. I think that so- the songwriting is, is, oh, my God. Yeah, so is that so? When you listen to music, are you looking for is it the melody that gets you? Is it the songwriting itself? Is it the overall production? Like it's funny because a lot of people like because um, I actually had a similar conversation with Aggie, and she um, 
said that lyrics are kind of well she's a songwriter so lyrics but for me i'm just listening to the the i'm the melody so yeah. like i'm just kind of like the way that it sounds and how catchy it is sometimes the some of my favorite songs i have no idea what they're saying in the chorus <laughs> <laughs> and i'm trying to sing it and i'm like okay well i've gotten every lyric wrong for the 30 times i've sung this song but yeah. um melodies everything and 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 overall production the way that it sounds the way that it makes me feel yeah okay. and i really want to i really want to have that mentality as well like when we're in the studio to be like how do we want someone to feel when they listen to this yeah i love that um, i heard that somewhere great way and to look at it i just want to like really hone in on that because yeah yeah that's awesome mm. with with songs that i guess really move you is there a specific song that you can think of that every time you hear it it just it moves you like the way that you feel is just so all-encompassing yeah straight away and it's the lamest answer ever but it's i don't want to miss a thing by aerosmith oh yeah because uh, oh yeah <laughs> like aerosmith are one of my favorite ba bands i nearly got their tattoo and i have no tattoos and that would have been a really interesting choice of first tattoo like as the, they're like their, their, their name logo. oh that's <laughs> right awesome. above my ass um yeah. <laughs> no um i don't want to miss a thing i don't know it's just so beautiful. I feel like it's one of those songs that, you, like, universally, you listen to it, and yeah. no matter who you are, like, it is you're so gonna, you're gonna moving. You're going to sing to it. You're going to sing to it. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, look, it's, it's, just, it's just so, I don't know, it's heartfelt, it's lame, it's cheesy, and it's like 90s rock ballads, but 90s rock ballads are the, are the best. So yeah. <laughs> but also, like, who cares if you're cheesy? If you uh, love dude, it, you love, love it. Love songs are the best. Love yeah. songs, I... I, I I'm all about love songs and I like love songs that are on the nose. Like they're straight. I love you. This is the way that it is. I'm yeah. not beating around the bush because I don't want to have to think <laughs> like <laughs> I just want to be told that the, this person loves this person and that's it. It's like, you want the Disney without the like mother the, dying at the beginning. Yeah, you just exactly. want the straight ending of the, it. I want the Disney. Yeah. I just love give me, that. Give me the Disney. I'm a simple guy straight to the point which is why you've chosen Mamma Mia I think that's a good great choice <laughs> exactly. I can picture you I'm not going to try to be obscure or niche <coughs> Chuk um, okay so you've got music to start your day yeah. doesn't start any better than ABBA mm -hmm. where would you go for your meal you're feeling a bit peckish you can go anywhere in your local area um, to have a meal where is your go to for a brunch or a lunch wow okay well there's a good pizza place called pocket pizza in the northern beaches that I'm literally obsessed with okay because if you start off something with good it's not yeah. great like yeah. is this like blow, you, blow this your mind the, this is the best pizza in the northern beaches in, in the actually northern. Hugo's is but it, it depends like of like maybe pizza's not really a lunch choice okay so let me think no, it could, it's just whatever you want it could be the. I mean you went straight for the pizza I went straight for the I feel like you've pizza. got to go for pizza now. Yeah, I'm I'm straight for the pocket pizza. Pocket yeah. pizza, okay. And I'm not even Italian. Um, and <laughs> so And and what are you getting from pocket pizza? What is your what is your they order? They got these on a things pizza? with like the four cheeses. It's just oh, like how many quattro, cheeses yeah. yeah, they the quattro fromage. How many how many cheeses are there? So this is what like, I'm confused <laughs> about. What are the actual cheeses in a four like, cheese? I don't know. I'm just like this thing is going to make me feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. But <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I, yeah. I, it's four the four cheese pizza that's 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 um that's intensity i actually had this pizza the other day in the blue mountains lovely place i'm actually going to say this place it's called rusticas it was the best pizza i ever had they actually wait put, better than pocket pizza it's better oh but this my is in the God. blue mountains that's fine you can it's an hour and a half away you can drive there. i could go there for lunch you this could. pizza place was the best place ever they actually put the meat in the middle of the pizza so like it wasn't on the top it was actually in the middle and you took a bite into the pizza and the meat was in the middle so like the cheese comes out with the meat oh my god and it just 
just it was it was insane. I've never I've never had that before in my whole entire life. I just got back from Italy and I was like, I said to the guy, I was like, I just got back from Italy and you make Italy look horrendous. Really? Okay, so there's gonna be some listeners that take offense to that. I know my brother's girlfriend will probably <laughs> hunt you down because she is. She likes Italy. It, she loves Italy, mm. but also my brother and her came back from Italy, being like, this is just. Don't get me wrong. Bellissimo. I, I think Italy is is the best, but this I was like, but this oh pizza. My God. Okay, I'm sorry. These are real Italians in this restaurant too. <laughs> like, this is the real shit. So, so it's rustic. Rustica. Rustica. In the Blue Mountains. Oh my God, this place was insane. Okay, and so you got a meat and cheese type of pizza? I got like a, a, a meaty pizza, but the meat was in the middle and it just, I even took it home and I ate it cold the next day, which I haven't done since I was and an it was eight great. year old boy. Okay. It, terrific. Because this is the thing that I think about a lot with pizzas, right? What is the most important part? Is it really good toppings? Is it the crust? Is it the amount of cheese? There are a lot of factors here. And I want to drill, I want to drill deep into this because what yeah. you've just said sounds phenomenal, but it sounds a bit like a calzone in some ways. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. In, it, but instead of bread being on the top and like it being a flipped over mm. pizza, it's yeah. just cheese is your bread at the top. It wasn't even cheese at the top. I what don't even know it? what it is. It, it was definitely a pizza. The cheese was in the middle. It was just like they put this shit on the top, like the herbs or whatever. Yeah. You took a bite out of it. The cheese was in it. Okay, basically, this is the way to look at it. You know when you get Pizza Hut, right? I yeah. don't know if you're a big Pizza Hut eater. I haven't had it in a while. But you get the cheesy crust. More, more Domino's it guy, was the but yeah, <laughs> sure. Are Domino's making their pizzas smaller? They are way smaller. It's been for a while now, and I eat a pizza, and I'm like, I'm now sad. You pay I'm $5 hungry. for a bite of pizza. It's yeah. so small. Well, Anyways, yeah. we're getting off topic. But... This is like the cheesy crust all over, but with the meat in the middle. Like the salami was in the Delicious. middle with the cheesy, with the cheesiness within the base. Okay. It was insane. This has to be, this has to be. The way you're describing it makes me froth at the mouth a little bit. I think this was the best pizza I've ever had in my whole entire life. I love that. Yeah. Did you have it with a drink or was it I just had, the I pizza? did. I had, I had a 0% non-alcoholic beverage. I had a beer that they had there, which I thought was delicious. Um, I, I'm Name of the, the beer? Ah, oh, the beer. Jesus, I can't recall off Just the top good, of my head. Good it beer. was terrific. I was also drinking the Heineken's, the zero percent Heineken's. You can't taste the difference. I don't know, man. Really? Like, I'm on that. I'm on that train at the moment, and dude, I love it. Yeah, I it's great because I've never. It. I've had zero alcohol wine before. Accidentally, yeah. I thought it was <laughs> not. Uh, yeah. I thought it was alcoholic. Um, it actually tasted like wine. It's awesome. Which is great. It's awesome. You can just enjoy it and have as many as you want and you don't wake up feeling, feeling like you... Regret. Yeah, really regret. <laughs> it's great. I love that. I think also the Blue Mountains is the perfect scene for a lunch. Like, beautiful scenery, really lovely people. Like, no matter wh who you go with, it's like, it's beautiful. Blue Mountains went there recently and it is, yeah, it's honestly like just the most relaxing it's, the air's different there yeah. the hikes are amazing we went for this waterfall swim and the water it was like i was getting stabbed on the water it was it was that cold i i was hyperventilating i don't and, like that not a fan but you're good you're better you're a better person when you get out yeah <laughs> you're, you're evolved, you evolved. You've, you've, you've gone for charmander to exactly. charizard. charizard that's the yeah, top yeah. one yeah, um, <laughs> just gone skipped yeah, up Charmeleon. Forget about fuck him. Charmeleon. Yeah, what a waste I don't like of him. I don't like him very much. Um, so, are you are you a big hiker? Is that why you went to the we Blue went, Mountains? We went to a, we went on a few hikes. Um, I I've started this new breathing technique, which I've been trying to do to really get me through exercise, where I only breathe through the nose. There's okay. this book I'm going to recommend it. Yeah, right? please. It's called Breathe. 
right? <laughs> so I was, I was speaking about this with, with Nash, who's been on the podcast yep. or will be on the podcast, depending when this comes out. And he was speaking about breathe as well. And I was like, surely there can't be a whole book about breathing. Dude, you're like halfway through it. And it's like, it's not a small book. And you're like, what else do I have to know? It's a pretty simple process. <laughs> yeah. But they really dive in and help you understand why it's so important to only breathe through the nose. Why? What? Just summarize for me. Why should I? It, As changes, it, sh- it nose, changes the whole way that you can even physically be. Like everything about your facial structure. Like really? everything. Like the, you breathing through your nose. Like it can expand. It essentially expands your... Uh, face I can't, i'm not very good with <laughs> yeah. technical terms people back in the day were far more healthy for other reasons too one of the reasons was because they were chewing a lot more and the chewing of the mouth it essentially gave you more like bones it expanded the bones which would make your mouth bigger which would make your whole fucking face bigger which would make your nasal passages bigger to make you breathe more which we right. don't do more we because we all. have more liquids so <laughs> and also aren't we meant to like chew something like 28 times with each bite of food or something we're meant to chew like a lot that? so something else that i've learned from the book is that you should always have a piece of chewing gum in your mouth which i don't even fucking know but really and i just breathe through my nose now so that got me through the hike and i was so like you know what i felt so much better after it school's all wrong in school, fact we should have fucked been, up they, they really <laughs> should change it you should school be having gum for your health you should they should teach you to eat gum. So yeah, <laughs> Anyone they, in school listening, tell your teacher that. It eat, is important eat, for your health chew, to chew, chew gum. gum and breathe through your nose. And then you pass school. That's it. Yeah, that's, 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 all that's it. More air I'm helps done. you to pass school. I love that. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we're getting a delicious cheesy pizza. If you could go anywhere in the world for your lunch, you're not confined to here. Where would you go? Like, what would you eat? If it could be anywhere in the world. Wow. I, I would honestly say... Um, I can't re- recall the Italian restaurant that I went to, but recently in Rome, I think Rome, that was the food there was. Have you have you been to Rome? I've been to I've been to Italy. Yeah. I, I was much younger when I went. I don't think I appreciated the food as much because I unfortunately am a little bit gluten free, okay. which means that there wasn't a whole heap of options. Mm. Uh, yeah. But I can imagine that from seeing it, it looked delicious. That's a that's another level of food. Okay, where did yeah. you where what did you get? What was the food that you were ordering? It was it was it was the same. It was um, I feel very unoriginal with these answers right now. Um, <laughs> You've gone pizza. I've gone, and then more I've gone pizza. pizza and pizza. You know that's that's not very. You know what I actually had the other day? I had an octopus octopus nachos, which was Wait, very. Sorry? I was a little bit. Um, I didn't know whether I was enjoying it or hating it. Yeah. How? So, <laughs> so it's a normal nachos, but nachos, instead of like beans, instead of the beef and the beans, they had octopus. That just feels like a terrible combination. It's an interesting choice. I digested it, and I don't know how I felt about it. I gave them my money, but yeah, that was an interesting choice. I, I feel like sometimes food goes a little bit too far. Like the combinations, like just stick with with what's stick good. Nachos, with what's good. just put like meat or veggies on it. Great, not octopus. You can leave the octopus in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. They, they, you can leave them, let, let them be. I think um, if it can be in the fields, then the combo is probably good for nachos. So, for yeah. example, chicken on nachos, great. Right. Uh, beef on nachos, great. Mm. You're not seeing an octopus in a cornfield. That's no, not happening. No, no, no. So no, the combo, exactly. awful. Yeah, don't know, don't know why I chose that. Yeah, I'm I, usually a very I'm usually a very stick to what I know sort of guy. But then I was like, hey, octopus nachos. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change. I'm regretful for you for this yeah. experience. It sounds yeah. awful. Can yeah. you name the place where you got it from? Is that are we? Yeah, it was to... in. Yeah, it was it was it was um, Mex and Co. Mex and Co. In Manly. 
And is it like a fusion place or is it just like a little bit a, funky? Just a, yeah, just nachos, just Mexican food and just they just threw an octopus in oh, there. Maybe that was a one-off. Maybe they were be. just like, hey, we're just going to try it. Some fucker's going to order it. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to talk about it on a podcast yeah. and we're never going to do this it'll, again. It'll be, or yeah. it'll be huge. It'll be huge. Everyone's <laughs> be like, huge. i got to get this octopus. Depending at. on what he says. Yeah. <laughs> so that's off the menu now. I, I feel like sometimes restaurants might do that where just for like a day they change their menu. They're just like, I want to try someone. Let's fuck with people a bit. They, they would and it's never gonna really they'll they'll never know they'll yeah, never know how def- it's gonna turn out definitely not and <laughs> it's obviously a terrible combo yeah. but the pizza in Italy so you're sitting in Rome you're having a pizza yeah. what's on the pizza or is it the same the meat and cheese uh, like I am like I had tried to like you know maybe like an unpopular opinion you know a lot of people are moving plant based and that sort of thing but I, I still eat meat so I, I definitely would move towards the, the chorizo and big chorizo oh, guy oh yeah chorizo um, I like chorizo and big chorizo guy and just layer it with cheese, and and I'm a bit, I'm a sucker for um. What's the what's the what's the cheese called? Not the cheese, the it's the oil. I can't the truffle. Truffle, the oil. truffle. yeah, a bit it's of truffle from the oil. mushrooms. Is yeah, it truff- delicious. Jesus Christ. Um, my my knowledge is not that great. No, but I love that. I do like how you started with quattro pizza, and then you've just gone, nah, just layer just, it with meat, yeah, I, as much meat as possible. I'm a little all over the place. Oh, that sounds that sounds <laughs> great though. Is your background Italian? Maltese. And yet, pizza. I mean, what's yeah. traditional Maltese food then? Have I guess, you ever had a pastizzi before? Uh, I've heard of it. I, I haven't had one. Well, it's, it's the only Maltese cuisine that makes that makes us unique. Okay, and can um, you describe it's like a, it It's a Maltese. Listener? Actually, you know what? Actually, to be honest, my, my, the food that I would get is a pastizzi. pastizzi. Actually, to be honest, they're, they're amazing. Pastizzi is a, a pastry dish with cheese in the middle, like, like a... You can have cheese, peas, whatever you want in the middle. Yeah. You've never really had, never had a pastizzi? Well, I, you know, the wheat thing stops me from eating the pastizzi. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said the weed thing. I no, said, no. what? No, no, no. Uh. But it is funny. You're just like, pizza and pizza, but wait a sec. Mum might listen to this podcast. Yeah. She'll be pissed as hell. Yeah, mum would not, mum would not be. Got to have a bit of heritage there. You've got to have the heritage. Are there good places in Sydney there's where a, you get There's pastizzi's? a great place in Newtown called okay. the Pastizzi Cafe. You can't miss it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's in the name. Yeah, um, pretty self-explanatory. They have everything. Like they have pastizzi. They have nice pasta dishes too. And um, do you go for just the plain cheese, or do you spice it up a bit with plain cheese? Honestly, plain cheese is the best. It's, this is one of the best. Ta- like, if, depending on whether you can eat it or not, one of the best tasting things you'll ever eat. Would you go pastizzi? Oh God, I can't even say. It's, it. a, it's a hard one to say, Pizz- and an even tougher one to spell. Yeah. Would you go for that, and then go for a pizza, like a double pizza? Essentially, is like an entree. Yeah. Okay. So you have a. So these are small. Like a, these are small little things that you can maybe eat in three bites. It's a right? mini pizza and then a big pizza. You surely. need about twelve pastizzis. Really, as, as an entree, not about six, and then you can move on to a pizza. Wow. This is. I love this meal. Could you they get make that? A mess. Could you get that in yeah. Rome? No, but everywhere in Malta you can. Like yeah, if you got, okay. I went to Malta as well. The small, very small country, and there's a there's another place in Malta. It's called Gozo, which is essentially like let's just say the equivalent of to what Tasmania is to here or Sicily to Italy. Um, and Gozo, everywhere. Like you go into a, you know, a restaurant service station, like. Doesn't fucking matter. You could go to a dry cleaning place and they'd sell pastizzi. Right? Yeah, I love that. Like, it's like a meat pie that we have here. Like yes, the equivalent. yes, yes, yes. You just yes, see yes, it like a four and ev- twenty everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I everywhere. love that. So good. That sounds like a phenomenal meal. I love that we've gone still pizza, yeah. <laughs> but just in Rome, which yeah. is great. And then you fly over to Malta. <coughs> All right, so you've had your pizza in the Blue Mountains. You've had that lovely Heineken Zero. Mm. You're thinking, like Ferris Bueller, you want a bit of action in the afternoon. Mm. It can be anything that you want to do. What would you do in the afternoon? 
for your perfect day off? You know what I think I would do? I would take a flight to Los Angeles. Yeah. I would figure out when Dave Chappelle and John Mayer are hanging out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I would figure it out somehow. Yeah. You, there'd right? be a way. You'd do some PI work. I'd, I'd figure it out. And I'd be in the vicinity of Dave and John when they're just hanging out. Because you can go first name because you know them that well by this point. Yes. I of course. Love that. Of course. I love yeah, that. absolutely. Best friends. Um, <laughs> and then I wouldn't even want to join their conversation. I would just want to observe and see how funny they are together. <laughs> so I would sit in a corner with a Bastizzi and a Heineken. Yeah. And I would just listen to John Mayer and Dave Chappelle speak because... I think John Mayer is fucking hilarious. He's yeah. not even a comedian. He's not I, one of the best yeah, musicians. He's a musician. And it's funny because Dave Chappelle actually says, if John Mayer, he said this, if John Mayer wasn't a um, musician, he would made for an amazing, he'd be just as successful in comedy. Okay. So and are they are they friends? Is that They're is like that, very close they're friends. They're really good friends. Okay. Mm. So I, I need to unpack this a little bit. Yeah. Um, why are you flying to LA? You don't just want them like to be in Sydney at the same time and you can just go to your lovely place in Newtown. No. No, you want to go to LA. Got to go to LA. Well, I don't think they'd come to me. So <laughs> I'd have to go there. This is your perfect sick day. They oh, can, and they can come to me? They can come to you. Uh, maybe we can maybe we can be hanging out in Manly because I love Manly. So, okay. they can, so John and Dave... Have flown, they've flown themselves over. I have not paid for this. I, I, um, <laughs> I do love that Like there is no scope here and you're like, you know, I don't want to impose on them. I'll, I'll yeah. go to them. And then you're I'm like, res- actually... I'm respectful. Very respectful. Um, but no, they're in Manly. Mm. They're, they're having just a chat. Dave Chappelle, how did you get into his comedy? Like what brought you towards him? Oh my God. I'm so into stand-up comedy. I think it's just, you know, it's one of those things where I just always say to myself, I'm going to give this a crack one day and I haven't crossed that. Um, maybe I'm just not funny, but <laughs> that's what my girlfriend uh, tells me every single day. So she is the reason why I'm not doing it. Sounds but, super uh, supportive. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's great. But I just think, I don't know, like, you know, like I don't like talking about the virus or whatever, but like that was one of those things where, you know, everyone's a bit down and you could just put on a stand-up special and just forget about everything because you just, you're immersed in the, in the hour special and the topics and, the way that they can tell a joke and the whole timing thing and just it's like it's it's a fucking art form it's like yeah. the best it's it really I, is i i like it just as much as music like you know I like I, I love it like it's just i have some comedians that i just listen to every day they have their own podcast like Sebastian Maniscalco like i don't know whether you know him or not but he's a, he's a big american him. comedian he's like has italian heritage and he's just has this podcast where him and his friend, another comedian, they just talk shit and they just talk about their lives. But I'm just like, fuck, man, this is just the funniest show. I listen all day. Yeah, I'm sure I'm that a- you maybe have podcasts that you listen to. Similar. I do. I, I'm very much the same. Yeah. With with the stand-up specials, obviously mm. Dave Chappelle, are there other comedians that you're like, these are like my the holy grail for me? Not not objectively, but the holy grail for you. For me, yeah. Of, of stand-up. Dave, so Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Se- Seinfeld's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Seinfeld Se- is great. But I feel so like funny. his new stuff... Not as good. Well, it's just, I guess it's just different. Like, uh, it's, yeah, I, I watched it all. And like, they're, like, I'm not hysterically like in tears the whole not time. Not like the 90s days. But yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like, if, I'm even watching Curb Your Enthusiasm now. Like, Larry David, like, he's just so fucking funny, that guy. I'm actually not allowed to watch that show. Um, really? Yeah, my partner said that I pick up too much of the mannerisms of Larry David. I'm, I, I sit there and I watch it and I'm like, this is probably like a um, worldwide view. I'm like, is he a dick? 
But I'm like, why do I love this guy so much? Oh, he's a prick. I, he's I just saying well. everything. I think he says things that other people don't want to say. hundred percent. And he doesn't give a fuck. No, just he doesn't care at all. He doesn't care. He's like, well, what, what, what? I don't care. But I think that's why we love him because we want to be him in some... I mean, we don't want to be dickheads, but like oh. we definitely want to be just like not care what other people think. And Larry David's is like... You know what? I'm I'm working on that. And I'm really trying to get to that point. But he's like, oh God, he's just... He's, he's, he's so funny. Level. He's so funny. And like that level of success and he's just crazy. But yeah, him, like Bill Burr also is someone that I think is just... I think Hilarious. In this case, controversial, and not everyone seemed to like Bill, but <laughs> yeah, particular people that he's might a bit not. Divisive. Yeah, yeah, but like I, I don't know. He makes me laugh very hard. So I mean, yeah. that's what you want from a comedian, right? Like, but Sebastian's good because Sebastian doesn't. He doesn't touch on too many like politically. Sebastian has observational humor. Okay, that's so more your style. More like Seinfeld. They talk yeah. about everyday sort of things. Okay, and they make fun of how certain things might operate and yeah. they just go on that sort of thing they're not touching on fucking this and that like the people sensitive topics they don't do that shit yeah they've just that like, goes, that's gone way too far yeah like, I, I think I don't it, get it can be way more dangerous when you just yeah. when you're commenting about airplane food you're probably fine <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. like that's the shit that i'm like this is funny i can i can yeah and how do you find new comedians because obviously at some point you would have had to find these comedians like is there a process for you or you just like flick on youtube or you know, just search the names of people that you already like. Sometimes then... you just hear it on other podcasts as well. Yeah, okay. Like, like you know, like Sebastian might be like, oh, this person, this person. I, I haven't really been diving into to heaps of new comedians, which I really need to do. These are pretty, like, big household names, but um, I need to, like, dive into even, like, more Australian comedians. Yeah. Australians are funny too. There's heaps of them. Hey. <laughs> I'm better in front of people. Yeah, it's you got to have I've a crowd. Come home, if I've come home from a big day, yeah. I don't feel like being funny all the time. Yeah. I just want to sit down and watch someone else be funny. I so then I can learn. Well, I mean, that's, that's like comedians, right? Like yeah. everyone, when you meet a comedian outside of their show, they're like, why are you not doing jokes? Like, yeah. it was funny the other day, I was at a restaurant and, and Auntie Donna were there. Um, okay. Fantastic, hilarious mm. uh, comedic trio. And one of my mates was having lunch with me and he was like, wait, why aren't they doing anything weird? I'm like, because they're com they're comedians, like it's their job. They're, the, they're when they're not. having lunch, just with their with their family, yeah. they're just being normal they people. Want to like, Seinfeld's you know I mean? not at home fucking talking about airplane food with his wife. He's sitting there reading a book, waiting yeah. to fucking go to sleep. A hundred percent, probably at nine o'clock, which which we love. Yeah, eight, you know, yeah. like eight at the yeah, absolute of course, latest. Of course. Um, so you've got Dave Chappelle, who we know that you love. He's on he's on the Mount Rushmore yeah. of comedians. And then John Mayer, why was he the choice of the person that you you wanted to be with Dave Chappelle? Well, John Mayer, I just like his relationship with, with Dave Chappelle. And I think it's cool because, like, obviously I have this love for music and I have a love for comedy as well. And, you know, I aspire to hopefully be, you know, not even a, a quarter or maybe an eighth of how successful they have been in one of those fields. But just that they can come together. And they even do shows where, like, John will play and then Dave will do comedy. That's And then I think awesome. they swap. Yeah. <laughs> so then John does comedy. I, I don't know. Don't quote me on it. But I think Dave does sing as well. Wow. Like, I don't quote me That's on it. Awesome. I'm not sure. But they do this thing and it just shows that like you don't have to be fucking like 
in a box. Hey, this is yeah. what you do. You have to do that. And John's like, no, I can be funny too. You can do everything. You can do anything. I love and that. And I love those actors or like these creative people that like dive into other fucking things. Like, yeah, and diversify like, their portfolio. Even like Harry Styles, like he's doing movies. Like that's the fucking yeah. coolest thing I've ever seen. And he's good too. Yeah, he's not bad. <laughs> he's not bad. <laughs> he's not, bad. He's not like, bad at all. Cool. And his albums are fucking amazing. Like, yeah, it's just, without a doubt. Yeah. So John Mayer, did you get into through Dave Chappelle or just for his music first? And then you realized, hey, they're mates. And you're like, this no, is a I got in, I've known, yeah, John, John Mayer is just like, he has the most beautiful songs ever written. And he's just seamlessly the one of the easiest listening to artists in the world. He's a guy as well, like you were saying before, when you were saying, you know, you just want love to be told straight. And he'll tell you. He tells you straight. He'll tell you. I can always put on John Mayer and know that it's going to put me in a good mood. And every one of his albums are impe- impeccable and... I just love listening to interviews. That's one of my favorite things to do. Listen yeah. just to interviews with these artists. I just want to understand how they think and what they how they go about things and listening to how John made his last album. And we took that same... Because I heard him. He's like, we had 10 songs. We went in there. We knew we were doing these 10 songs and we just recorded them. Yeah, And I was like... I even said that to do. Aggie. I was like, we're just getting seven. We're not changing them. We're picking them and we're going in and we're recording them. Yeah. And it's the best. And I just listened to a John interview. I was like, fuck it. I want to do that because we have never done that before. And you just learn off these artists and that you know they're successful for a reason most of them yeah. some of them it happens and you know, i'm not saying not every artist works hard i think they do but i guess some it might come easier than others but you know john but like his music is one of those things that like it's undeniable so I yeah. think that's why he's successful i love that and the combination yeah. between those two would just be so special to watch and mm. be a fly on the wall would you want to ask them a question or you just want to observe i would just want to observe i love that i don't want to i don't because I could ask a question, but like, you know, these guys get, it would have to be a question that's so fucking interesting that he would not know how to answer it. Yeah. I think that would be a successful question <laughs> if he doesn't know how to answer it. I, and he'd be like, oh, and I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's, you don't have to answer it. It's all good. I feel, <laughs> like, I, I feel like at the end of this conversation, you're in tears, you're standing, you're clapping. You're like, this is, this is a highlight for me. Like, this is yeah. just incredible. And they're like, yo, who is this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, what who, what's doing? this dude? What's that fucking thing he's eating? What's that cheesy thing he's eating? Yeah. Um, is it a pistazzi? Yeah. <laughs> it's a pistazzi? Pistazzi? Uh, pistazzi. No, John, John and Dave, if I just sat in a corner, just watch them vibe off each other, man, that would be just so cool. And so they do shows together? I didn't know I that. I swear they do, yeah. That is so cool. I don't I, know if it's like a recurring thing, but it's something that, that I, um, to my knowledge, that they've done in the past. Even as a one-off, I think that's an incredible concept. Have right. you guys ever thought about working with comedians? Oh, uh, Jesus. Within, we, we're within we're working on the music at the moment. I think we, we're really working on just... Um, cementing like a name for ourselves in in the industry before I think the comedian thing, but maybe I can go up and do a stand up set before we play. At the beginning, me and you could do it together. Ah, uh, look, I've Dude, done stand up before. You it have went very badly. No, I doubt that. Uh, well, I doubt that. <laughs> you weren't there. I tried. <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad. There's videos out there on the internet. Don't look at them. They're awful. Really? Yeah. The it was for a radio. Like when I was hosting a radio show with one of my friends, we thought as a segment we'd do stand up. So we did five minute sets each and I thought for my stand up, I'd say like lame, lame jokes, but the whole thing would be, I'd do it in my underwear. So I was standing in the middle of the region in, in, in Kingsford, right next to UNSW Sydney. And I'm standing this there. This is a joke, right? No, this is hundred percent serious. And wow. I'm standing there in my underwear. I put on a kimono at some point, but I'm, it's an open kimono. And I'm I don't standing even know there. What a kimono? What's a kimono? It's like a robe. It's like okay. a, a Japanese <laughs> robe. And so I'm standing there in my undies, yeah. and there's people like playing pool in the background. And obviously, I've got like because we put this as like a thing that we did in front of some of our friends as a competition, um, and it just tanked so badly. And then I realized not only have I not been funny, but I'm standing in the middle of a bar 
in my underwear. And it's freezing. And it sucked. <laughs> it was so bad. It was one of my least pleasant experiences that's a, that's a of tough my one. life. That's a tough one to digest. Yeah. Um, it's a lot going on. Wow. I would have much preferred to be I don't know if I could do that. Some shit. people have more balls. Like, I don't know. Like, that takes... I think it takes, um, you know, guts to do that. So I couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, look, it is, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Layden, this has been your perfect day. Let's, let's recap for you how your day was. So you started off in your worst job, which was at the shit factory. Yes. And you've told them you've got a bit of a foggy head. So you just can't come in. You can't deal with this shit today. So <laughs> you, you've had the day off. You start the day with... A tribute to Rowan Atkinson, Does Your Mother Know by ABBA. Uh, you may get a tattoo of Aerosmith. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. You then go to Rustica Pizza, and that's in the Blue Mountains, and you get this delicious meaty pizza that just salivates. And look, you might get some four-cheese pizza, but you're sticking with the meatiness for the moment. And then in the afternoon, you're just chilling and manly, and who do you see? But Dave Chappelle and John Mayer, they've flown in, they've landed on Manly Beach, got off their private jet or helicopter, helicopter jet, and they're sitting there and you're just observing the conversation. At the end, you're in tears, you're blubbering, and you give them a round of applause, and they look at you confused, and you say, you know what, I'm okay with this. I, I am where I need to be. How do you feel about your perfect day off? That is... That is that's it to a T. I, I love that. I wouldn't change a thing about that. That is, that makes me very happy. And yeah, that is that. That is my perfect day. I and it. I think there's only one thing we can do now, and that's eat a pizza because oh I am God. starving. I'm stinging. Leighton, thanks so much for coming on. Chucking a sickie. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're the best. <coughs> Chuck a sickie. Well, there you have it. The perfect day off for Leighton Couchy. That boy, he loves a meaty pizza. I can't believe he went double pizza for his, for his meals. And definitely one of the stranger uh, activities, watching John Mayer and Dave Chappelle. I understand where he's coming from, but Layden, say hello next time. Please, they'll love you. Make sure to listen to 90 Ivy wherever you get your music and give them a follow at 90 Ivy Music. I could not speak more highly of this incredible band. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe and follow us on the socials at Chuck and Asiki Podcast and join us next week for another perfect day off on Chucking Asiki. Asiki.